What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Just got the news. Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator now for the Chargers. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about if it's a good choice or a bad choice. I want to hear from you guys also, too. So let's chat about this, and I'll show you guys some stats and things that I've noticed about Kellen Moore. So, Bolt Bros, let's go. All right, guys. So let's let's talk about this. I mean, to be honest, in, in my opinion, it's pretty good move all around for the Chargers. Um, I think it's getting a guy that has been in a system for a while, has been in the Cowboys system, actually has done very well in that system, by the way. Um, you know, he's obviously a quarterback, too, came from Boise State, uh, has been in the NFL for a while, has had some pretty good success, was even also a guy that was being talked about as a head coach uh, candidate uh, for multiple teams too. So interesting hire all around. He did start his coaching career as a quarterback coach for the, the Dallas Cowboys uh, was under Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett got let go. Uh, Kellen Moore became a offensive coordinator at that point. Then they brought in McCarthy. McCarthy kept him on as an offensive coordinator and has basically grown as an offensive coordinator since then up to this point uh, for the last four years to now being fired. Personally, I think McCarthy kind of let him go because more of a scapegoat situation, but Hey, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of really what it was. Somebody had to take the blame. Maybe it was also the same idea with Lombardi and Shane day too. So either which way, let me just show you some stats real quick. You know, once again, Kellen Moore um, has been an offensive coordinator for the last four years for the Cowboys. Let's talk a little bit about some of the stats on that too. So once again, guys, here is 2019. This is when he started as a offensive coordinator. Pretty good, guys. I mean, he was number one in the league, by the way, as an offense, 431 yards a game. Ridiculous to have something like that. Almost 300 yards a game passing, 134 yards rushing with 27.1 points per game. Guys, that's a killer, killer offense. By the way, and this is with Dak Prescott. This is with Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel was a better running back back then. I get it. But at the same side, Dak was a good quarterback, streaky quarterback, by by the way. <laughs> I mean, now you're coming with a guy that's Justin Herbert, top three, top five quarterback in the league, fantastic arm strength. I think much more... Uh, intelligent as a quarterback, understands offenses, understands the right positions. All around, very, very good switch for Kellen Moore to be able to have a guy like that. Phenomenal move for us on this, um, in my opinion. I get it and understand the Cowboys have had a lot of hard times with their offense. They've had issues with their offense every now and then. I get it. Consistency is key, especially in the playoffs, and they find ways to basically falter. So I get it. One thing, too, I'm going to say, Justin Herbert had shoulder surgery, by the way. That came out of nowhere a little bit. I know there were some talks about some shoulder issues. He did get sh shoulder in uh, surgery this weekend. Sounds like he'll be back for basically um, uh, uh, spring camp. So he'll be back healthy and good to go. Now, going into this, now he's going to learn a whole system here. You know, Kellen Moore, once again, Justin Herbert's had a, had a whole thing about being a, a part of this whole program. Part of basically being who's going to be the offensive coordinator. And, and to be honest, it's interesting. Last night I heard the stat or basically the, the firing of Kellen Moore. There was actually another 
uh, I think it was Ian Rappaport uh, tweeted out saying that, hey, look, the Chargers asked to interview Kellen Moore when he was the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. They didn't obviously get the ability to do that. But guess what? Cowboys let him go. They wanted this guy. And they went from he got fired last night to basically hired by the Los Angeles Chargers real quick. This was the guy that I think they wanted the entire time. And it's a, exciting to be able to see because I think we could have a really good solid system with this guy. I think Kellen Moore has a very good mind. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it, though, too. But I'm just going to show you a couple things to be concerned about and to be excited about. So this is in 2020, guys. Um, the offense did not go well. Why did it not go well? Well, 371 total yards of offense per game. I mean, that sounds actually really, really good in my opinion. Um, that was in the regular season. You know, what happened in this season? Well, this is the season Dak Prescott got injured. Things kind of shifted quite a bit. So 371 total yards, 260 passing yards with 111 rushing yards, 24.7 points per game. You know, it's tough for continuity for an offense to go. Um you lose a quarterback, things shift, things change. It changes. It's very difficult to be able to win when you lose your quarterback, by the way. Um, going to 2021, let's talk about that. Whoa, back at number one as an offense here. 407 yards per game, 282 through the air, 124 yards on the ground, 31.2 points per game. You guys realize if we have this type of offense, we could go toe-to-toe -to, -toe to anybody. We keep our defense of where it's at, where we're giving up about 22 points per game from last year to where we could score 31. That is massive for us, guys. And this was a healthy Dak Prescott during this season. Big difference, guys. 530 points a game, or for the total for the season. Massive, guys. You know, interesting thing on that same season, we were number four with Lombardi, 390 yards per game, 282 yards passing. 107 yards on the ground, 27.9 points per game. So it's not like our offense wasn't that bad off for 2021. It's just we couldn't find ways to really close out games. Um, that was the issue for us. But Dallas Cowboys, once again, that's a massive, massive thing. So you got to think, two out of his three seasons, he had a number one offense, guys. You got to be excited about that. You have got to be excited about that. Let's talk about last season here for the Cowboys. This is 2022. Where were the Cowboys at on this one? Ooh, a little bit down, a little bit down. So we're probably about uh, probably about the 11th ranked offense, 354 yards, 219 passing, 135 yards rushing, 27.5 points. Once again, this is a big number right here, guys, 27.5. He has constantly found ways to be able to get very high-scoring offenses. We have been in kind of that 22 point, 23-ish type point situation. Here you go, 23 points from last season, 27.5 for the Cowboys. You realize what the difference that would be for us. To be able to get that extra five points for us every game would be massive for us. It would help us to not have these fourth down, or excuse me, fourth quarter heart attack games for us. That's a big thing for us, guys. And the thing about it is it's a pretty balanced game for us, too, for them. He's been able to get a good run game. He's been able to get a pretty fair pass game for us. He's been able to get really, really high yardages per game and get good amount of points for us. You know, just to say the Chiefs, you know, they're going to the Super Bowl, right, guys? 27.9 points, 27.5 points. 
The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, 28.1 points. It's about scoring, guys. We have a defense, in my opinion, we have a defense that can go toe-to-toe with a lot of teams out there. So big, big hiring. If we just look at the stats, great hire, by the by the way. So big hiring all around for us there, guys. Um, one thing I'm going to say here is there's two things about this that I'm going to say about Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, when things are going well, everybody loves you, right? So let's go back to 2021 for them uh, and talk about his anti, and this is an article from The Ringer, um, talking about you don't need one system to win, and they're proving that all around. And this is going into the 2020, this is in the 2021 season, kind of the mid-season of 2021, which he did very well in that season, by the way. So the thing about this is interesting. So they're talking about, hey, they're proving you don't need one system to win. They're finding ways to be able to make things happen. They're number one scoring offense, doing really, really well. You know, high-powered offense. They're averaging 31.6 per game. Uh, led by a third-year offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. MVP candidate, Dak Prescott. He ranks fourth in DVOA, first in passing EPA. You know, he's doing everything well. Um, Cowboys don't have a clear like idea of their system, but he's basically finding a way to be able to make it as a high-powered offense. Now, I'd love to be able to talk to a Cowboy fan, see what they think about Kellen Moore. But, um, you know, personally, in my opinion, I think he was a total scapegoat. McCarthy told him he he was the one that's taking the hit on the situation. But bottom line, this is what I wanted to point out on this article. No huddle concept. Usage rank, 11th in the league. Success rank. They were at first in the league. Great. Motion. So basically, you could speed up the game a bit, and they do very well. I think Justin Herbert fits extremely well for that. I think that we do well all around on that. Motion, he 13th in the league using that. They were third in the league. Play action, 21st in the league in that. They were second in the league. RPO, 13th in the, in the league using using that, second in the league. You guys think that motion, play action, and RPO fit extremely well for Justin Herbert? Absolutely. Multiple times last year, we talked about just get Herbert out of the pocket. Get him out of the pocket. Let him create plays. So he could run. He could throw the ball downfield. He could throw to an open receiver. Wide receivers could move around, play a little bit more of a backyard football kind of element. This could fit really well. If we could get this high level of consistency and success rate, this team could go very far. Once again, what's exciting about it is, is Dak Prescott, during the season, MVP candidate. I really feel Justin Herbert can be that guy all around. He could be that guy to be able to be an MVP candidate every single year. So when things are going well, they're going to obviously write all these great articles about him and say that he's a phenomenal genius as a as an offensive coordinator he's going to be great for this team he is doing great things for the Dallas Cowboys now he's going to have Justin Herbert a guy with a great mind great arm great potential all around so I think it's an exciting time all around for us to be able to have this Uh, one thing that they did point out is this kind of stacking element here for the offense now this is something they did every now and then it wasn't an often often thing here but the beautiful thing about it is, is that you got four receivers on one side of the field with one on the outside. Now, what does this do? Create confusion all around. Where are these guys going to go? Who's going to be in the flat? Who's going to go out? Who's going to go curl in? Who's going to be an out route? Whatever it might be. Then you got the number one up here as a one receiver here and the outside pretty much could be a completely one-on-one matchup. Now with Lombardi last year, it was about almost like the wide receiver had to make the 
the the play. It wasn't about trying to get a wide receiver into a position to where they could have a one-on-one situation, or just about getting past that one defender that opened up a downfield pass, or you know a slant route that allows him to be able to get yards after catch. That's the exciting thing about this, guys, that you could start seeing the stacking element on one side. Make it uneven for the defense and confuse them. Spread them out a little bit more. They don't know who the four is going to do or what route he's going to do or the three or the two or the one or or this one up top. It's opening up this offense and spreading it out more, confusing their defense. To me, that's something I just wanted to point out because it it's exciting to think about that because how vanilla you're hearing Lombardi was and how he wasn't trying to find ways to get wide receivers open, put him in a better situation, put him in a winning situation all around. So I think that's an exciting thing to be able to see an offensive quarter willing and wanting to do that. So going on to another, I'm going to give an, an contrasting article here. And, and Stephen A. Smith talked a little bit about Kellen Moore this morning, that he's kind of similar to Joe Lombardi. He's not really like anything too crazy, too too different by any means. So are we getting kind of the same offensive coordinator? Who knows? Time will tell. I'm just saying, going back to the stats, we have done pretty, he has done pretty well as an offensive coordinator. Two years out of his four years has number one offense in the league. That's beautiful. Offense sells tickets, defense wins championships, guys. But, you know, I'll say this. Chiefs did a pretty good job to be able to get to the Super Bowl. Didn't have a number one defense, but they did enough to be able to make their offense do their work and with with the Eagles Niners game my opinion hey Brock Purdy got injured that's what it was simple as that so this is a a another article here that was from 2022 season going into the season PFF ranked Kellen Moore as the least off least unique offensive schemes in the NFL that's kind of a little scary to think about maybe he's a little bit vanilla all around um I don't know what to really expect from that but basically He's not ranked as one of the top five guys. So um, general criticism of Moore, who amazingly entered his fourth year as the offensive or team's offensive coordinator. So there was even talks about getting him out after his third year, which is pretty wild to think about because you do have McCarthy, who's an offensive guy, offensive mind, who is now going to take over their coordinator position as uh, the play caller for the Cowboys. Has revolved around what the team does, really doesn't do in the red zone which he takes heat for not being able to be as creative as his reputation would suggest that he is. Now, that's a little scary because that was an issue for us, was the red zone situation. Now, was it just not being smart about it, not trying to be able to do a little bit more? Is it more just about long plays and short plays become a little bit of an issue about trying to get into the end zone when it's in the red zone situation 20 yards or less to get a touchdown? I don't know. That's something to be concerned about and something that we will watch this season. So, uh, it's worth noting that it isn't necessary for a coordinator to be unique to be successful. If a team or coordinator is good at a certain thing, then why does it have to be at a high frequency? An argument can be made that being extremely unique in in terms of scheme is being indecisive or not particularly successful. It's something worth repeating. So, you know, it is sometimes being vanilla works, but at the same side, there is this idea that like you do have to know how to make the right play calls when necessary. So, uh, one example here is play action rate and uh, 11 personnel usage on neutral downs. While two variables are not perfectly correlated, there is a correlation, suggesting that instead of having two unique pieces of information, we really have less than two. PCA takes near the linear, linear relationships between all the variables in a set data pertaining to what offenses are trying to do 
and what uh, which are how much time quarterback spends in the pocket, how frequently they utilize play action concepts, which routes they throw, which run concepts they employ, which personnel groups they use, and much more. Those are squished together together, and we could look at the two principal components, which are the subject of many tweets during the NFL season. So the thing about it is, is like PFF is kind of a little subjective, in my opinion. There's things that are saying that this player did not do well, this the system did not do well, but at the same side, stats do not lie. There is this also, also this idea. It's to me, it's about finding a different mind that could run a system to be more unique, to be able to allow these receivers to be open, allow receivers to be explosives all around. So um it it is likely it it likely isn't surprising that the most unique schemes in the NFL in 2021 belong to Kent Kyle Shanahan, Cliff Kingsbury, which is an interesting one, in second place, then McVay and Andy Reid as top four. So What's interesting here is that the least unique scheme in the NFL last season belonged to Joe Lombardi, uh, who weren't exactly bad. They finished fourth in DVOA, as one example. Interesting, Kellen Moore's ranked 30th in overall terms uniqueness. Wow. So it's interesting to see what's happening here. He has a lot of criticism here. Cowboys are very, very critical on their players and their and their coaches. Um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. We know the Cowboys love 11 personnel, so that'll be something interesting to be able to see what happens this season. And having success in particular schemes is hardly cause to deviate from it. Dallas finished sixth in offensive DVOA, uh, by the way, and one spot behind the Niners and two spots behind the Chargers. So this largely has been consistent and predictable from a scheme standpoint. Offense from for a while now and for some that have even predate Kellen Moore's time as a coordinator. So I'm showing you this because I'm giving you contrast here, guys. You're hearing the good and the bad. You know, things are great when you're number one offense. Things are excellent. But when things start to go south, and maybe the outcome of the ending of your season does not go well, they start firing knives out, guys, and you're starting to just poke holes in the ship, basically, per se. So I want to hear from you guys. What's your thoughts about this Kellen Moore hiring here? I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting to be able to have a guy that has been in the league for a while. Interesting thing enough, it's a guy that was not in a Shanahan system, not in a McVay system, but has had some very effective years. Now, once again, McCarthy is an offensive guy. I think he wanted to be the offensive coordinator from the get-go, but I think they kept him on because I think, uh, you know, the Cowboys owner there, um, Jerry, wanted to keep him there all around. So, I think the thing about it is, is it's exciting hire in my opinion. Time will tell about what it looks like, but I think the thing about it is there's a lot of good that could come from this. And this is a big hiring for us. We do play the Cowboys next year too. So that could be kind of a little bit of insight for us to be able to know how to play against them. All around guys, I want to hear your opinion on this. I'm giving you guys some information of good and the bad and the, and the very pretty, to be honest, um, seeing that he has had some of the top offensive um seasons with Dak Prescott as a quarterback. So I want to hear your opinion. Let me know and let us know about what you think about this Kellen Moore hiring. Really came out of nowhere. Chargers seemed like this is the guy they wanted the entire time. Um, but it's exciting to see. So let us know what you think. Comment, like, subscribe. Let us know what your thoughts are on it. But we always appreciate it, guys. Bolt bros, let's go.